Hello and good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL, and I want to welcome everyone to a very special week, obviously, here in the United States. It is Thanksgiving week. Uh, we have Black Friday on Friday, Cyber Monday on Monday. Uh, obviously, this particular week kicks off the holiday season, especially here in the U.S., um, this Thursday, obviously, there's not going to be a new episode of X Vlog Live because we're taking the day off. But there will be a breakfast with Boom, and we are going to have a ton of guests. A lot of people are off. A lot of people will be making their uh, guest appearance, whether it's for one topic or all three or four topics. But today, folks, we have a great show for you. Lots of news. Obviously, normally... Uh, at this time of the year, it's it's usually very quiet, um, but we have had news drop after news drop, and we're here going to cover it for the next 90 minutes. We're going to start your week off in Xbox land or speculation town, wherever you like to hang out. But let's start with the introductions. Web Dave, you dropped a new video today. Talk about that, and good morning, or now, good afternoon. <laughs> good morning, guys. Welcome. So awesome to be here with the great panel and these amazing people in the chat, I can see them already fired up and getting ready to jump on these awesome subjects we got. Uh, we have great video uh, dropped today um, from uh, Game Pass Daily. Did a name change on me after the interview, but that's okay. Because <laughs> he started making content every day. Retray? Uh, uh, Retray. There we go. So anyway, it'll be, it's up and uh, it's it's good. But uh, but man, let's, let's, let's get into it. I'm ready. Well, you know what? It's great to have you here, brother, and great to see that you're constantly doling out uh, new interviews, some of some of the best in the business, some people you've never heard of, but all great content nonetheless, so thank you so much for that. Uh, crazy Lou Gaming, what's going on, brother? How you feeling? Oh, man, I'm feeling pretty good. So happy to join you guys on this awesome week, man. I can't wait just to jump on what's going on in the gaming world because lately news has been a little bit slow but you know we hacked up about some subjects we're going to talk about today so yes i'm ready to go mr boom yeah well it's great to have you here but definitely appreciate that and last in no way least the the guy had raced uh through the streets to get here on time fuzzy <laughs> belvedere what's going on brother how you feeling been doing pretty good what's up everyone glad to be here man just Having fun over the weekend playing a lot of a lot of different games and <laughs> as you can probably see, uh, a lot of people out here are, are also addicted to vampire survivors. So man, just great to be here. Can't wait to get into these topics. Let's do this. <laughs> well, we're gonna open up with one that is a bit silly, uh a little a little bit of a head scratcher, and it just makes you wonder, folks. This is one of those potential gifts that a rich person, and I mean, I'm not talking about, you know, you're making six figures. I'm talking about you have six, seven, eight figures in the bank, because this is a little bit ridiculous. Uh, it dropped over the weekend. Uh, there's a company, folks. Now, bear with me. I'm not being facetious or nasty. They're called Lovesack. Uh, that is the name of the company. And apparently they make like these beanbag chairs. Now, normally... I'm not against Xbox teaming up with, you know, uh, you know, an, an expensive uh, maker of these supposed fine products. Uh, well, obviously, last week we talked about on multiple shows how Xbox was making it affordable for people to get into the into gaming by, you know, lowering the price of admission through the Xbox Series S at two hundred and forty nine dollars in some locations. 
and $239 in others. Uh, well, this particular package, folks, uh, is it's, it's not ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, okay, so what you get in this deal, it's only available at Best Buy. I believe they only made 100 of them, and for good reason. Uh, these Lovesack Xbox uh, branded uh, like bean bags, it's like a big giant ball that you kind of plop yourself into in your game. It also comes with the Xbox Series S, and it comes with three months of Xbox Game Pass. So the question is, what would this be worth to you? Well, folks, this is where we get into the ridiculous. Now, you're, the ridiculousness of it all, you're probably not going to hear about this story on any other podcast, but that's why you come here, because you're always getting new news, sometimes funny like this. Well, currently, the Black Friday deal is $450 off. So you say to yourself, wait a second, Boom. If they're taking off $450, how much is this product? Well, after the savings, and I say that facetiously, the, the $450 savings, WebDave, this, this prime package that will hold you and snug you and, cu and, and, and cuddle you while you play your favorite <laughs> Xbox game yes. costs $1,350, and it's available for uh, uh, monthly payments of $56.25. Uh, again, uh, not my idea of marketing, especially now during these times. I actually think this is a big miss for Microsoft. I, I get it. You want to team up with different people. You know, they team up with uh, people that make headphones. Remember a couple of, uh, about a year ago, they had those really, really expensive headphones that were like $1,000 yep. that were made specifically for Xbox. That didn't, that, that, that went off, didn't go, you know, very well. Um, this over here, again, there's only 100 of them. Um, the company is Lovesack. Uh, it's called the Lovesack Xbox Bundle. Uh, you can find this on uh, bestbuy.com. I think, look, like I said, folks, messaging and marketing are the two important things. Uh, sometimes Microsoft gets it perfectly. Sometimes they get it wrong. Uh, this particular thing, I mean, listen, they only made 100 of them. It is what it is. It's out there in the wild. Um, I don't like it because the price is just it's just ridiculous uh thirteen hundred uh, one thousand three hundred and fifty dollars for a beanbag chair a series s console and three months of xbox game pass ultimate now the console and game pass ultimate by its own is under three hundred dollars like right now uh if you if you wait to black friday it's probably going to cost you about three hundred and sixty something dollars uh two hundred and sixty something dollars so then you have to you have to just put in your head. So wait a second. So if I take if I minus three hundred, the beanbag is over. The beanbag chair is a thousand plus dollars. Not great. What are your thoughts? Uh, take my money, boom. Insert cash or select payment type. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh man. Now you know Phil Spencer came and personally set up the system himself. <laughs> Then maybe don't do a spit take boom. I don't catch you with your mouth full of water. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's it's uh that's a little little crazy, little 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 out there. But you know, there's some eccentric people, or you know, or or little Tommy's got to have that perfect gift, and he'll want that. And you know, there are people that can afford it. Look, 
if you can afford it and you want to spend your money on something like that, you know, by all means, that's fine. But, you know, but you, we live basically in the real world. Um, you know, we're, we're not quite as, um, you know, we're, you know, you're still saving up for a house. I, I you know, I, I have a mortgage. I, I you know, I, I just not gonna seem like a, I mean, it's a, it's a publicity thing. It's a, it's a little, you know, it's a go-to thing. I mean, there'll probably be two or three of the people that um, influencers, you know, that, that get these to talk about it, to, to bring it into the, and you know, and that's, that's cool. Oh, I, I can see someone like I, Justine, yeah, putting a video exactly. out for this. I can well, see we, someone. I, Justine uh, you know, and some, uh, Snoop Dogg when they got the refrigerators, Snoop the Dogg, real indeed. ones. Yeah. You know, the big ones, which are cool, which now see that, you know, that was cool because that led to the availability now of the smaller refrigerators, which even have a newer, smaller model available now. And I've got one, you've got one. I mean, those are cool. They're just, they're neat to have and they're affordable. They're, let's say, in my budget, <laughs> you know, where this other thing is, um, it's, it's a, it's a publicity thing. It's a, you know, it's a, I mean, you know, I, I would imagine Phil might get one, but then Phil can probably afford one. You know, so. Well, I mean, I would imagine Phil Spencer is making high six figures to run uh, Microsoft Gaming. So I would yeah, hope so. He, he, he potentially <laughs> could afford something like this. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest with you folks. Even if I had the money sitting in the bank, yeah. I don't know if I could justify something like this. I, again, I, I just it's just one of those things. Not the biggest story. I thought it'd be fun to open up and talk about this. Sure. sure. Uh, Crazy Lou, let's get your opinion on this. Again, this is, this is, it's one of those items. Actually, shout out to um, Why So Serious in the chat. He says, do you remember the Gucci Series X? <laughs> I do remember that. And that was just as ridiculous. Um, look, this, this package, uh, and I'm, that I'm being facetious with, because, you know, obviously it's Love Sack Gaming. Was originally eighteen hundred dollars. Like, I mean, come on. It, it, at the end of the day, you're telling me that this beanbag chair is fifteen hundred dollars. This thing better. This thing better massage everything and wake me up in the morning and make my coffee. I'm sorry. This is just this is just lunacy. Uh, massage what are your everything. <laughs> uh oh, you're muted. You're muted. There you go. There you go. Okay, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, okay. All right. Like I was saying, though, <laughs> said it massages. I mean, I was thinking about that. I was like, is this going to massage my whole body, probably my bottom or something? You know, because seriously, nope. It's, a, it's, literally, a bean, it's, it's literally a beanbag <laughs> chair, brother. That's what it is. I said, it better come with air conditioning. I don't know. It better come with something special because literally, after, you, after I saw that, I went and looked for the best. Part. I was like, okay, let me read the stats about it. It probably has like a special like keep it cool, you know, while you game or something that doesn't have anything. This is big old beanbag. And I was like, damn, that is expensive. At least, you know, you, you should have put in the Series X in there. Probably, you know, it could have been like, hmm. but still though, beanbag, I mean, $1,000. Damn, that, that's that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money just to sit down on a chair. <laughs> that doesn't do nothing. <laughs> Seriously. Because like I said, if it massages your bottom, if it gives you like a little air conditioning, keeps you cool, then you know you might think about it. But still, it's still, it's dude, still there's no heat, there's no cooling. Nothing. Nothing. It's literally a beanbag chair that plants your ass in it and calls it a day. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> I, I have to say a big no. I don't. Again, I, 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 I think that you know this. 
is this going to hurt Xbox? It's not. It, it, it's silly. We're talking about it. It's fun. It's silly. I just think that when you are trying to um, send a message of value to potential new customers that don't know what an Xbox is and that might get one for the holiday, looking at this package, it does send the wrong message. And, and again, two, the two M's. I, I'm not a marketing major, folks. I don't have a degree. I have common sense. And one of the things uh, covering gaming for as long as I've been covering gaming, the two things that Microsoft is uh, not doesn't hit all the time is marketing and messaging, the two M's. Incredibly important. Um, oh, yeah, Crazy Lou, when you're going to type, brother, just uh, mute yourself because like, we can hear it. Oh, I guess my microphone has got a thing with the settings. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, it's okay. Don't, don't sweat it. It's cool. Okay, okay. Um, uh, Fuzzy, let's let's get your opinion on this. Again, this is this is laughable at best. Uh, yeah. I don't think this is going to sell. I don't know if there are. I mean, there are, you know, thousands upon thousands of millionaires in the world that want to just buy their kids something to shut them up. Um, this is <laughs> potentially one of those things. Hey, listen, here's this beanbag with a console. What are your thoughts, dude? Oh man, there are so many better things I could spend my money on as far as for the. Uh the man cave or for the gaming space it just <laughs> for that kind of money i think at that point i'd be better off sitting on a milk crate have a uh, 75 inch tv and you know something along those lines like i fifteen hundred dollars for a beanbag like I, I grew up when beanbags were like you get them at walmart for 10 to 15 bucks and then ikea came around and it was like oh the college kids dorm room beanbag it's like 150 and even i thought that was like a little bit ridiculous back in the day but 1500 yeah no if i'm gonna spend that kind of money i'm i'm gonna go to you know a furniture store and get me a either a, an actual leather sofa that's not bonded leather the real stuff you know <laughs> or i'm gonna go ahead and get me a, well actually i don't know if you can get an i'm Eames chair for that amount of money, but even still, I would rather have an Eames chair for anywhere near that amount of money for uh, for gaming. No, I'm I'm not spending fifteen hundred dollars on a beanbag. I mean, and unless that thing has like a built-in massager and, like you said, gets up and makes you coffee in the morning, you know, it, it has like a charging dock for your controllers and your headset, and it had all the cheat codes in the world. Yeah, even then, I don't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not spending that money. No, sorry, <laughs> goes. <laughs> At, at least, at least it has a pocket for you to put your controller in. I saw that. I was yeah. Like, okay, that's pretty cool. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. If of all boom, the things the reason you brought this up with... is because Boom wants this for Christmas. We're all gonna pitch in. <laughs> that, that, that's my subtle hint. Hey, if I'm, you love I'm gonna me, put, buy I'm Boom the eighteen hundred dollar package. Yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> no, but I, I think there's some better furniture options that they could have you know partnered with like i i like my my ikea gaming chair that's that mesh back one mm, that yeah. one's fine i mean there's just so many you know better seating arrangements out the there that would be like yeah, a it's, the price <laughs> it's more expensive than the gaming chair too i mean good a good gaming chair let, like let me tell bucks. you something i saw currently uh alienware laptops with a 3070 that were cheaper than this freaking thing. Oh my God. Like, I mean, come on, folks. Let, let, let's be for real. Yeah. Um, listen, again, not the biggest <laughs> story. One for fun to open it up, you know, to kind of get everybody loose and relaxed. We got over uh, 185 people here already. Please uh, hit the like button. If you're new, consider subscribing. 
Uh, the first super chat of the day comes the way of Drawn TJ, generous friend of the program. He says, good morning, guys. Embracer is holding Crystal Dynamics and Adios Montreal for Microsoft to buy after the ABK deal is done. I actually don't think they're holding them for Microsoft. I think what has happened with Embracer, we talked about this last week, is that they might have overinvested in 2022 with the idea or the ideology that some of the games that they were releasing this year were going to hit um and uh some of the like for instance uh you know they obviously own the t uh the studio that brought us borderlands and tiny tina uh over uh, overproduced for them they didn't expect it to sell as many did as it did and it really sold um, but everything else that they, they they put out there, specifically like Saints Row, it didn't hit. Um, and I don't know why that is. Um, I played it. I enjoyed it. Um, I just never went back to it. And I can't say why. Um, I don't know if it was because of the um, Starbucks-esque characters that they had there. I don't know if that was what did it for me or didn't. Um, maybe I'll come around to it. But I, I prefer the older uh, Saint, Saints Row, and, and it did hit for them. And, and, and I think what Jordan TJ is saying here is there is a possibility that at some point, because did, they, they put this out there because they had their, their public earnings call, that they might look to um, rework some of the studios that they have, potentially, even, and that, that may come the way of a sale. So um, right now, those two studios, suspiciously enough, are working on two of Microsoft's returning OGIPs in Fable and Perfect Dark. Um, that's that's pretty big news when you consider that they're using third-party studios uh, to to help them finish their games. And Crystal Dynamics and Eidos Montreal. Let's call a Spade a Spade here, folks. Those, those that those both of those development houses are legit good. Um, so I'm very excited to see what they bring to the table with these two older IPs that are going to have a, a you know a coming out party in a couple of years. Um, but we, we we shall see. It'd be interesting if they again. I've, I've said this before, and I will say it again. Uh, when when those two studios were sold, along with all those IPs, it broke my heart because I think that those IPs could have and should have been Xbox owned, along with these two studios. Could you imagine if Microsoft was in charge? Or owner had ownership of Tomb Raider, of of um, I mean, pick any one of their franchises. Think think about that for a second. They would have they would have had Soul Reaver. They would have had uh, Deus Ex. I mean, there's just so many stu- there's so many IP that they would have walked away with. And for three hundred million, my God, that's like that's like in it, that's it that's in the in the in Phil Spencer's couch. Like he sits down, it just pops and it's hanging out over there. He shakes the ca- you know the couch out, and he has three hundred million. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I I hope that what Jerome TJ is saying comes to fruition because I do want to see those two studios continue work uh, on these new on these rebooted IPs. But you know, the only time is going to tell. Uh, let 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 move let's move on to another topic here, folks. Um, oh, or should we? Th- th- oh, this one is interesting. This one is very interesting because it comes the way of Special Nick. Special Nick, obviously, if you don't know who he is, he is one of the co-hosts of the Xbox Era podcast. Um, he put out a tweet, folks, uh, 
that really went under the, the radar. No one really picked on it, uh, picked up on it. The minute I saw it, I sent it to the guys that you see, you see on your on your on your screens right now, and I said I got to write a topic about this because I've been I've been banging this drum forever. Uh, this is what Special Nick had to say. Uh, he says, "Oh bugger, oh, oh bugger it." Been told the studio there's been a studio signed to make uh, the new or, or reboot Ninja Gaiden and its Platinum Games. Um, now look, uh, I've heard this that Ninja Gaiden was coming back. I heard uh, two or three years ago from a source that at this point has not delivered uh, because on this particular rumor because it, this was this was marinating. Uh, and sometimes when you hear stuff in advance, it it doesn't it doesn't come to fruition for. Uh, sometimes years. This is one of them. Um, Ninja Gaiden is being rebooted. Uh, the question is, uh, who? And now we know that it's Platinum Games. Uh, what's interesting here um, is that uh, supposedly the team that brought us Bayonetta 3, which is a certifiable banger for the Nintendo Switch, is the same team that's going to reboot the Ninja Gaiden franchise. Um, now, you know, Platinum Games, they're a great studio, but they're also, they have a they have, I think that in recent years, and please correct me if I'm wrong here, they've had more misses than they've had hits. So I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about this one. Um, obviously, you know, I did pull a story uh, and I sent it to the guys and see if I could find it real quick. Yeah, here it is. V- video games, chronicles.com uh andy robinson wrote this article uh this is after uh special nick had put this out there so i I, you know you know whoever had the information first um uh they put it out there but according to the actual article uh it says team ninja has reportedly confirmed plans to reboot both ninja gate ninja gaiden and dead or alive in the future uh, and of course, this comes the way of uh, a translation of talk, uh, of a talk the developer's uh, president held in South Korea over the weekend during the G Star conference. That's their big. That's that. That's Korea's biggest gaming show of the year. And it came up that in fact they are rebooting Ninja Guide now. I don't know about you folks, but I know that when I personally think of Ninja Gaiden. I don't actually think about the NES one, Ninja Gaiden's one, two, and three for the NES. I don't think about those. I think about Ninja Gaiden and Ninja Gaiden Black uh, that were at at some point an exclusive to the Xbox, uh, the OG Xbox. So when I think of Ninja Gaiden, I think of Xbox. Uh, Web Dave, I, I want to go to you first on this. Um, one of the things that Microsoft, if if, if you were to uh, say that they're lacking. If you right. were to say that there's something that they're missing from their portfolio, there are three types of genres that have not been addressed. Uh, they will be addressed at some point, but they haven't as of this show. Uh, one of which is family-friendly games. Uh, I've been banging the drum for Banjo-Kazooie's for as long as I can come. I could talk about it. Hopefully, at some point, we do get a revival. Um, fighting. Fighting games, they own an IP in Killer Instinct. Um, you know, a Maximilian Dude a couple of years ago did the Bring Back KI uh, hashtag, and it exploded on the scene. Uh, Phil Spencer has talked about it. Matt Booty has talked about it. Their issue is they don't have a developer to make it because the two original developers, one is now defunct, doesn't even exist anymore, 
and the second one to pick it up when uh, when Amazon bought the first developer um, is now making their own free to play games. So we don't know if they're available. So those those two particular um, um, genres are kind of hanging out in the wind. But there's another genre that is going to come back uh, in the form of Fable. He's going to come back in the form of Hellblade 2. That is the third-person action-adventure genre. Now, considering that Microsoft has an outstanding relationship with Team Ninja, they have... I, I, I still think that there is, the bridges are not all burnt what happened with Playground Games and, uh, and, and, and Xbox with you know the Dragon game that went, that went to the left. My question to you simply, Dave, is should Microsoft potentially go out of their way to maybe lock this up as an exclusive the same way that Sony locked up uh, a game coming from Team Ninja, which we saw a couple of months ago? You know, listen, I think that Ninja Gaiden deserves to be rebooted, but I would, I, I mean, me being kind of selfish here, I'd love to see that as an exclusive or a day and day drop into Game Pass. What are your thoughts? Uh, I would love to see it as a timed exclusive for sure. Um, I don't know that it would be, um, you know, something that it needs to be permanent, but day and date would be great. Uh, six months, one year, timed exclusive. Why not? I mean, you know, it's been enough going the other way. It'd be nice to see it, uh, but I, I don't necessarily see it as something that needs to be, you know, let's just take it over altogether and, you know, never be on another system. I don't, I don't, I don't like when Sony does it. So I wouldn't really want Microsoft to do it if that makes sense, but a timed exclusive and definitely something in game pass. Uh, it, it, even if that's all they could get like a game pass day and date would be a, a big win. And, and, you know, several people in the chat, um, uh, Don Otaku made a really good point, um, that, uh, platinum has had more hits than misses. But you can't deny they have had a few misses. So, and, and it, I guess it just depends on the team and the game. But some of the games that hit, oh, man, they are absolutely amazing. I mean, some of the ones that are, that are, that are you know, that are the hit games are, are, are great. I love them. But, you know, like I said, there's one or two, including the one that Sony, they had done for Sony that was like, wow, that was, you know, that was bad. So bad that they... They shut it down. So, you know. Yeah, that, that, that game had, I think, like on the second or third day, like maybe six people playing it. It was, it was, it was pretty bad. It was yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. Was it a ba yeah. Babylon's Fall, was it? Babylon's yeah. Fall. Babylon's yeah. Fall. Yeah. Yeah. And I was actually looking yeah. forward to try it. But as soon as all those reviews and everything came out, I was like, no, mm. I don't think so. I don't need to think. But, but no, but yeah, but, but like, like, like I said, like, like Donnie Taku said in, in the chat, uh, they do have, they have more hits than misses. So I definitely would, I would definitely, you know, I, I would think, I would hope that they would really put a good effort into it since it is a, a really big franchise. You know, it's really um, uh, something that uh, that it would really make them look really bad if they screwed that up. You know what I mean? They, they need to put the effort into it like they did the Bayonetta and stuff. That's uh, It's something that yeah. they really need to, you know, it, it needs to have that kind of uh, care and respect done to it. But, uh, but yeah, if, if they do, then uh, that would be great. And then, you know, as far as Microsoft having it, I would love for them to at least do day and date exclusive if it was timed. I wouldn't I wouldn't want it to be I don't see the need for it to be, you know, more than six months, more than a year exclusive. You know. 
Yeah. No, no, I, I, I listen at this point, I, I, I said this before and I will say it again. Uh, the exclusive for Microsoft isn't necessarily the game. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that it's in Game Pass. Game Pass. That yep. is ultimately the exclusive. Real quick, let me catch up on some of the Super Chats. been quite a few of them. Um, Sith Lord, who's been a member of the channel for six months, drops a very generous $5. Super Chat says, sorry, boom. No more Super Chats. I have to pay for the Xbox beanbag chair. LOL. Uh, Black Sausage in the chat. Welcome back. Uh, welcome back, my friend. He says... Um, this after being generous and dropping a five out super chats. Hope everyone is doing well today. Oh my goodness. He was snowed in near the Buffalo area this weekend and good for you, brother. He got 1200 out of 1200 game score on vampire, uh, a, a survivor. Good for you, dude. I, I don't know how many achievement points I actually have, but I have quite a few good. First of all, I'm jealous. Because Mrs. Boom and I love the snow, and we didn't get nothing over here in New Rochelle. Um, so, well, congratulations on on wow, thousand out of twelve hundred out of twelve hundred. That is awesome. Uh, Don Otaku, first of all, Don, welcome back, brother. Uh, he says this after dropping a very generous ten dollars super chat, and I was laughing because he says you guys don't know anything about Love Sack. They're not a beanbag chair. They're actually popular and more comfortable than most gaming office chairs. That price is cheaper. Than normal, y'all reaching. Look, it's an opinion, brother. I I, I, I appreciate yours. Um, I don't think that that chair is worth eighteen hundred dollars. I think that it's insulting that they say you can save four hundred and fifty dollars today if you buy it, and the and it's still almost fourteen hundred dollars. It, it's, I get it, brother. If if they're that comfortable, and Lovesack is a good company, good on them. I just think that personally. It sends a wrong message in a time where money is a hardship for a lot of people. I just, I'm, I'm glad they only made a hundred of it. This is gonna go like dust in the wind. You're gonna hear about it. It's a gimmick. This, yeah, it, it's a gimmick. It's, I suppose, it's to get Microsoft's name in people's mouths. Um, I, I listen. Listen, if if they're comfortable chairs, then so be it. Um, I wouldn't buy one even if I was that rich. That's just me. But you know, again, subjective. It is an opinion. Uh, Drawn TJ drops an additional and very generous twenty dollars super chat, and he says, "His last house. one, by the way." What's that? It's his last one, by the way. Oh yes, that's right. Because obviously he's got to pay for the uh, the the bean bags. <laughs> um, uh, Drawn, he says this after dropping a very generous twenty dollars super chat. I'll say this: Microsoft could just keep partnering, making partnering deals with the studios they're working with. And they should go and buy Sega and all of WB and be done with, uh, be done with it. Uh, that's my opinion. What do you guys think? The WB thing. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Right now, uh, it's all hands on deck to get ABK done. Um, I think once ABK gets done, and it looks like it's going to probably be uh, about the third or fourth month, maybe even the fifth month of next year, maybe May, before it's all said and done. Uh, this deal is going to take as long as the Fox uh, Disney deal did. Um, because it is a big deal, um, literally. Um, I don't think you're going to see much from Microsoft in, in regards to um, uh, picking up anything up next year. I, I think if we do see a publisher, that would probably be announced um, maybe in the following year, maybe the opening of 2024. Uh, if I were a betting man, I, I think... One, I think there's a lesson to be to be that has been learned here by Microsoft. Um, 
the way that they do their business, where they partner, like, uh, like TJ is saying, that like they'll partner with an Asobo. They'll partner with, uh, um, you know, a, a, not a Machine Games because they own Machine Games, but like an Avalanche Studios or an IOI on Project Dragon. Uh, on paper, folks, that's awesome. It sounds really good. Oh, Microsoft is have all these... But I think that there is a lesson to be learned here. And again, I, I'm not, I, don't, I can't speak inside baseball because I don't know. But I can guarantee you that if someone wanted to sit down and have a conversation, this ABK deal, as great as it's going to be financially for Microsoft at the back end of the deal, really painted themselves into a corner where they could not move on anything else. Like they were, they really were pigeon uh, pigeonholed here. Um, you know, they, I can almost guarantee you that if they had not announced this deal, all of those IP and Edios, uh, Edos Montreal and, and and Crystal D, they would be first party. Um, IO would be owned by Xbox. Asobo would potentially be owned. They probably would have bought. They probably would have announced five or six studio acquisitions if it wasn't for abk now abk i think is a bigger deal than a lot of these smaller ones but if i'm a betting kind of a guy i think that we see more of these smaller acquisitions where you won't need regulatory eyes on uh to get stuff done but uh crazy lou let's get your opinion on ninja gaiden it's it's a classic ip uh team ninja uh, they used to do it really well. Ninja Gaiden uh, 1 and 2 were fantastic. 3, not so much. The one with the zombies after one's even worse. Uh, I'd love to see it revived. But what, where, did, where did your confidence go when you say Platinum Games is going to be responsible for bringing this to light? Oh, oh man. I mean, Platinum Games lately has been doing a hit and miss, you know? So it worries me a little bit. I mean, I know they do good games they have done great games and look at that bayonetta 3 has been a good hit they they're doing really well with that bayonetta 3 people who are playing it they say they love it enjoying it and yeah but i don't know i don't know i'm worried about that you know when i read that i was like hmm, hmm. i don't know it has been a little bit worried because i mean i don't want nothing to happen to to ninja Gaiden with platinum games because really <laughs> they're hit and miss but i wonder i wonder but it still gives me the curiosity, though, on how they would do it. Would it be like the same way it was on Xbox or or would it be a lot more intense and a lot more better? That's something that, you know, has me curious. I, I think that if well, I I if I were if I were guessing, I would imagine that it might have similar looks to like Wulong that we, that is coming into Xbox Game Pass that is releasing uh, on multiple, it's gonna be multiplayer, but it is it is Game Pass day and date. Uh, there there is a potential, but if you remember how the camera angle and how Ninja Gaiden worked, it was very up up close and personal when you fought. It wasn't as as like as because if you look at like Wu Long, for instance, which is great. I played the demo. I got to the last boss. It was awesome. The camera is very much pulled back. Where if you remember Ninja Gaiden, the camera was very it was. It was Kind of over the shoulder, very close. Ninja Gaiden didn't didn't it feel like um Devil May Cry, didn't it? The way yeah, it for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the way it felt. That's the way it felt. But yeah, I mean, I'm curious. I'm curious on how they're gonna make it. Really, I really want to see how they're gonna do it. And I just hope they really do a good job. You know, we don't want another Babylon fall coming along. 
away. Yeah, you know, again, it's it's sometimes they hit out of the park. Sometimes it's a big old whiff and the bat's going down towards first base. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I yeah. hope that's not the case. Uh, they are they're, they're a great studio when they get it right. But when they get it wrong, it's bad. Oof. And yeah, and I agree with you. They should drop in Game Pass Day One all the way. I, I would, I would like to see Microsoft make more of those third-party deals. Uh, this game obviously isn't going to come out until Jesus twenty twenty-four at the earliest. I don't even think yeah. then at this, at this point. I see this game coming out in twenty twenty-five. You have to look at the you have to look at the the the, the forecast for mm. Microsoft at that point. They are started... are they releasing um, bangers once every quarter? Uh, is Game Pass at 50 million, 75 million, 100 million in 2025? You know, it, it's really going to be about how they uh, dole out the content. I, again, I, I do think that you're going to see that once Game Pass gets rolling, they're going to, I mean, as much as, as great as Game Pass is right now and as many games as we've had this year, like this this year to me is an A. Mm-hmm. I, 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 if you want to, you want to, you know, shoot yourself in the, you know, shoot. If you want to shoot differently and suggest that maybe it's a B plus because there weren't any real big Microsoft first party, I wouldn't argue with you. But for me, this year has been an A. There's just been so many games and they've all been very high quality stuff. We're going to specifically talk about AAA games. And uh, there was a there was a tweet uh, yesterday that I thought was really interesting where. They put these four particular games that are like indie titles that are exclusive to Xbox, and somehow there was, you know, a subset of the community were dumping on them because they weren't of the same ilk as God of War. We're going to talk about that. I, 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 every one of the games that are going to be on this list that we're going to talk about tomorrow on the Xbox Factor podcast are certifiable bangers, uh, as the kids like to say. So we'll get into that further, but good stuff as always. Uh, Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this, brother. <laughs> Ninja Gaiden. Which, again, when you think about it, at least when I think about it, I think Xbox. So I would love to see Xbox either lock this up as an exclusive, because I'm sorry, exclusive content is still important to the system, especially Mm -hmm. when it's someone like Ninja Gaiden, or at minimum, get it into Game Pass. But the question is, how much faith do you have in Platinum to deliver? (laughs) Good question. Um... Platinum has like a, a spotty pass as far as like it seems like kind of like what you guys had touched on before where it's a hit or miss kind of thing. They seem to hit a lot better when it comes to things that they put on either PlayStation or Nintendo. Like Nintendo, I think they have like a flawless record. PlayStation, it's kind of like uh, they're like a, you know, three out of four kind of <laughs> deal. But when it comes to Xbox, it just seems like unless it's something that eventually comes to xbox down the road i don't i don't think they've had a game that's that's uh done tremendously well as a launch on xbox type of title but um platinum having the shot at it sure um but i would say the minute that they start falling behind and you know, releasing other games kind of like during the whole scale bound deal mm-hmm. where it seemed like Xbox was paying for their productiveness on other games as opposed to the actual game that they paid for. Um, the minute that happens, you know, cut ties, go public on it. I, I don't know that, that that'd be kind of petty to do that. But uh, yeah, I personally, I just I don't have the trust that 
platinum in its current state because it seemed like they're under pressure in that last game didn't hit quite like it should have being that they're under pressure now bayonetta 3 doing a good bit better uh but then again it's on nintendo and they don't seem to miss on nintendo so it's i mm, i almost wish that they weren't the ones that were handling it as opposed to the devs that are doing Wolong or Ronin or something along those lines for Team Ninja. So I think that would have been a a better fit. But then again, I guess if it comes down to production, since Team Ninja is working on Ronin and is uh, low, which Wolong, by the way looks astoundingly great. Yes. So I I would have if if it was that the main team working on it as opposed to being handed off to platinum, I would say, yeah, Xbox, Phil, get, get on that phone, lock that, you know, lock that game down <laughs> as soon as you can. And, uh, you know, just, you know, reap the rewards later on down the road. But, um, yeah, with platinum doing it, it's like, I would just to say, soon say do a coin flip. Cause like I said, their track record with Xbox is spotty, but you know, they seem to do well with other other platforms so you know it, it could be a hit or a miss and my my theory is that it'll probably be more of a miss mm-hmm. just because well it, it'll only be a miss if xbox allows it on the platform but if it somehow gets money hatted then it'll, it'll be a hit I, I i don't know how that exactly works but it just seems like that's the the pattern <laughs> yeah you know hit one hit two Fall on, you know, fail on one, fail on two, then hit again. Uh, I, I, I'd like to see them keep hitting, uh, especially when you when you consider uh, Ryu, uh, you know, Hayabusa. You know, he <laughs> obviously is. Uh, uh, I mean, he, like I said, th- there are certain characters, folks, that transcend generations. Uh, Mario, uh, Kratos, uh, Master Chief, Sam Fisher. Uh, Ninja Gaiden, uh, Ryu is one of them for sure. Um, the fact that he hasn't had a good game, or the series hasn't had a, a you know a quality AAA game in what seemed like decades is a shame. Um, I'm hoping that um, seeing um, Platinum Games hit on Bayonetta, uh, potentially going to hit on Ronin, which looks phenomenal. Hopefully, they can you know they can bring their talent to something as deserving. As Ninja Guide now, uh, we you know we do have some breaking news here. Thanks to uh, um, Crazy Lou Gaming, um, and of course uh, this comes the way of the New York Times dot com. Uh, Hogue, Richard Hogue uh, uh, put out something that on November eleventh, which was last week, or what what is it? Two weeks ago, t- ten days ago. Yeah, we'll super chat about that too. Yeah, it's it's I'm I'm gonna I'm, you know again, it, it's advertised. We're gonna talk about Fallout, and I think the show might go a little bit longer because of this breaking news. And we're probably gonna cover this uh, more on uh, Wednesday evenings, uh, primetime gaming, because this is this is something you can't just you know uh, you know cover with a couple of uh, uh, you know uh, a couple of you know sentences. I have to I have to read about this, but this is what Hogue, Richard Hogue. Uh, who was on last Thursday's X-Vlog Live with King David, and he dropped some incredible nuggets. If you missed that, definitely get over there and check that out. According to Hoaglaw, he says, Microsoft said that on November 11th, it offered Sony a 10-year deal 
to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony declined to comment on the offer. Now, of course, folks, this comes the way of the New York Times.com and their lead um, title for this says, Can Big Tech Get Bigger? Microsoft presses governments to say yes. Microsoft's $69 billion deal for Activision Blizzard, which is undergoing review in 16 countries, has become a test for whether tech giants can buy companies amid the backlash. Obviously, uh, this is, again, folks, I have to read the whole article, so I'm shooting from the hip here. I'm obviously going to try and uh, check out Hoglaw's video before Wednesday. Um, this is a big deal. Uh, now we do have some quotes here, uh, from Brad Smith, who is the Microsoft's president when it comes to their, uh, their legal aspect. He said, if this deal happened four years ago, it would be, it it would hardly be of any interest. Uh, uh, and he said this in an interview, he goes, but if one cannot do something easy, then we'll all know you can't do something hard. Um, look. That's again. I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain from reading any further because, like I said, the New York Times is dense at at points, and I do want to see um, what other uh, publications are saying. And I will, of course, shout them out if I use their material. Uh, Web Dave, let's let's go to it. Let's talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, uh, Sony, who has been a little bit loose lips recently, uh, if you remember uh, the whole. Um, rigmarole about uh, it not being adequate enough for uh, for PlayStation uh, when or, when the the, the original th- extension of three years was offered. Uh, we've we've seen Sony talk about the inadequacy of, of these deals that Microsoft has been offering. Um, we've heard a, a tremendous amount of back and forth, ladies and gentlemen, about this deal. Uh, Sony is the only one complaining. We've heard uh, 2K say they don't have a problem with it. Uh, many of the other big tech companies have not; they don't have a problem with it. Uh, many other publishers and developers uh, do not have a problem with this deal. All we know right now is that on November 11th they offered a 10-year deal. I don't know how better of a deal you can actually offer uh, to Sony because at some point. It's your property. You're going to want to do with it what you want to do with it. And also, we have to take into account that Microsoft shouldn't be bound to putting out a Call of Duty every year if they don't want to. What if they want these developers to make something else? We have heard that Treyarch and Infinity Ward are working on open-world space first-person shooters mm-hmm. so at some point call of duty is going to have to have to take a knee now warzone is going to be there that's their money maker it's that people like to play warzone i don't really care for it i downloaded it. i don't even know why i wasted 150 gigs mm-hmm. of my space because that's how big the freaking thing is um now we we have this report what are your thoughts on a te- now a 10-year deal being offered Whoops, I hit the wrong button there. <laughs> I want to say that um, also uh, thanks to uh, Andy B. Drumming uh, for the $10 Super Chat for you. Yes, we'll um, get to him. Thank you, Andy. Uh, Appreciate break, that Breaking much. news, uh, Microsoft said that November 11th offering Sony a 10-year deal keeping um, uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation. Um, Sony declined to comment on the offer. Um, and probably why, they, why they're not talking about it is Sony wants 
the regulators to give them some kind of concession that prevents Microsoft from doing day and date on um they're not gonna they're, 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 good luck on trying that right yeah. exactly but yeah. i mean i think that's why they're keeping mum right now is they're like let's just see how it plays out they you know but that offer is a good offer if that's if that's the case if they offer them 10 years because microsoft like you said they make a lot of money off of that game being on playstation they would be stupid not to do that but what Microsoft wants to do once those other contractual deals are up is they want to get it on Game Pass day and date. They want their product to be in their ecosystem where it does the most good for them because it's going to be their game owned by that company. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Right? I mean, it's mm-hmm. just it makes it makes sense that that was that's where you'd want it to be with them, you know, dragging their heels, holding their, you know, trying to hold the Microsoft to this unreal standards is um, it's crazy. Like you said, it's, it's just, it's not going to happen because at, at some point Microsoft is going to be like, all right, cool. Let's see where the dust falls. Let's see where the final decisions are made. And when they come out and if they do try and go against Microsoft to the point to where it's like these ridiculous restrictions, then Microsoft is going to counter sue and they yeah. will win easily. Yeah, again, you know, I, I do want you to elaborate on this a bit, Dave, because you do mm-hmm. have a, a really keen um, sense of what what these deals actually mean in uh, in normal speaking jargon. And what, what I mean by this is mm-hmm. the deal would be blocked if somehow this would be a detriment to consumers. Right. Uh, I, 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 I want you to kind of just, you know, elaborate on that specifically, because there, there is something to be said that some of these regulators seem to have Sony's best interest ahead of the consumer. And at the end of the day, Microsoft is making gaming more affordable for consumers by offering them Game Pass, which is a streaming service, the same as what Sony offers. The only difference is Sony offers uh, old games and Microsoft offers day and date new games. Now, we did see Stray jumping to their service, which was a new game day and date, which was awesome. Um, they need to do more of that. Uh, uh, please elaborate. Yeah, they um, the, the whole the, the regulation, the whole reason why the ABK deal has to be looked at uh, by all these different entities is that it is to protect the consumers from a monopoly and, or a, uh, you know, something that'll become harmful to their access of said products. And this is what they're supposed to be looking at. And that's basically all they're really supposed to be looking at is to protect the consumer. Yep. Now the protection that, uh, that Microsoft Microsoft has given them the you know we're going to put this on our competing platform. They even want to go in, go into a system being Nintendo that is no that's not even doesn't even have this game on it yet. And they're like, we even want to put it there because it's good for the consumer. It's good for them to have it done that way. But they but the regulators. The ones that are talking out of their hat, which shouldn't, they really shouldn't have opened their mouth about a lot of things. And it's, and it's gotten, it's gotten pretty muddy and messy is, is because, you know, they seem to be looking out for, for Sony's interest. Well, 
Sony doesn't have to be the market leader forever. Sorry, they weren't at one time before. And so Microsoft, if Microsoft, God forbid, someday became the market leader, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Sony may not like it, but then again, Microsoft doesn't like that they're not in first place now. So if you're doing everything by the book, up and up, like you're supposed to, why not? They should have a chance at it just like anybody else. And after this is all said and done, they may just be able to to scrape into number two or 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 maybe stay at number three, but in a better leverage position, higher up the food chain. Because right now they're way down as far as compared to what uh, what Sony makes, you know, in gaming. So if they even the playing field, make it more fair for them, it's the right thing to do. And there really isn't. And like I said, I, and I'll... I'll die on a hill. When this is all said and done, this deal is going through, and there's really nothing that's going to stop it. A lot of the hooey and a lot of this other stuff, it's grandstanding. There's a lot of fanboy speculation, which gets me fired up, which gets you fired up, which gets them fired up, and it's like, you just want it to be over and be done. And hopefully, within the next three to six months, it's going to be completed to where we can... (sighs) move on and then the board's gonna say to phil who's next <laughs> yeah i mean look uh, like i said I, I i'm sorry that i'm i'm not welcoming everyone like i i i might i have 15 dms that have just popped up everyone oh, that is anyone i appreciate all of you sending me this uh windows central uh jez corden just did a story on this nice um we have uh, a statement from jim ryan uh, I'm trying, like I said, I'm trying to process all this information live on the air for you. Um, sure. This is, uh, it's going to be very interesting because once again, I'm going to read a statement. And like I said, I, I, we're going to be, we're going to be breaking this down for the remainder of the week. I didn't expect this ha- to happen today. Yeah. This is That's the Thanksgiving crazy. week. Um, yep. I'm going to go first to Crazy Lou. This is, this is, this is bonkers because <laughs> this is, this is a sign of Jim Ryan's desperation um, to, See, see, and I and I was I was actually going to reserve to say this um, until Wednesday's show, but obviously we got to talk about it here. See, the problem isn't Call of Duty, folks. See, Jim Ryan is a POS, uh, and and I say that with absolute disrespect because it is what it is. Uh, he doesn't care about gamers. He doesn't care about his PlayStation gamers. He cares about money. He cares about his investors. Okay. That's what he does, and I get it. That's his job. But at the end of the day, when you are lying through your teeth, you are making a mockery of not only yourself, your company, but the whole gaming uh, populace. As, as listen to what he actually had to say, and I'm going to pull this up. And this comes this comes the way of um, um, Everborn Saga. He puts this out there. Um, In a statement, Jim Ryan, the chief executive of Sony Interactive Entertainment, said, uh, "It it, now this 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 comes the way of let me just let me pull this up. Hold on, it's not coming up here. I have too many too many tablets open. Just a second. Let me just see if I could uh, close this out and open this up again. Hold on just a second, folks, because this is this is big. I I I have to I have to read what Microsoft what what's um, what um hold on a second." Thanks okay. for jumping on his boom. I appreciate yeah, no, here, it. Here it is, is right awesome. here. Uh, Mr. S- Mr. Spencer, Bill Spencer, said that maintaining 
growing the and and growing the existing Call of Duty business is pretty central to the economics of the deal. And this was the response from Jim Ryan, folks. And this is how this is where I call bullshit. I'm sorry. In a statement, Jim Ryan, the chief executive officer of Sony Interactive Entertainment, said that that wasn't true, that his company had been misled by regulators. He said that Microsoft is an was a tech giant with a long history of dominating the industry and that it's highly likely that the choices gamers have today will disappear if this deal goes through. Holy what shit, ladies and gentlemen. And bullshit. I, I, I absolutely what? call bullshit because... That is the if biggest... Listen, take it away, Crazy Lou. Take it away. Oh, uh, That is just the biggest bullshit I've ever heard in my... <laughs> oh, God. That is insane. I mean... Here's something I was going to ask Web Dave when he finished, though. Because while these two companies mm-hmm. are buttering it out, if you did not see this year's revenue, who got the most was Tencent. I mean, Tencent is getting bigger by the minute. Sure they are. Absolutely. They're getting bigger by the minute. They don't have a console. They don't have nothing. And they do have a cloud out there. And they're getting bigger and bigger and bigger by the minute. I mean, I don't know why Sony is focusing so much on this deal when they got that competition right next door to them. Because I mean, Tencent well, because so Sony and Tencent are 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 are, are rubbing elbows together. That's why yeah. they don't have a problem with it. Okay. Hmm. Until, oh <laughs> uh, man, until Tencent gets big and becomes number one, then that's going to be a problem for Sony, though, wouldn't it be? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it would. So yeah, but that's that's bullshit. What Jim Ryan was saying right there, because seriously, you. Are you Again, you have your own thing. You guys have your own thing, and you guys have our, our market leaders. You guys have one of the best platforms out there. I mean, seriously, you're charging people 70 bucks. You're charging people 550 bucks for the VR. You're charging people for expensive stuff, and people are buying it from you without saying, no, it's too expensive or nothing. People are just spending money over there. And if you have done that, you have reached a goal. Because, I mean, let's look at Nintendo, right? Nintendo... It's the most expensive console there is out there. Why do I say it's expensive? Because, I mean, Nintendo, the console is cheap, right? But the games, their exclusives never lower the price, and they sell a lot. So, yes, I mean, seriously, why, 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 why you come out here and say this to, to Microsoft when you've been market leaders and, and, and doing such an awesome job with it. I mean, seriously, it's like you're affecting your own company right now. And you're, and you're sounding like you're the bad guy right now too, by not letting this deal go through. It's insane. Well, I mean, look, at the end of the day, there are a lot of people uh, in this many circles that we all run in that believe that this deal is going to go through. And the only concession yeah. is going to be that Call of Duty is going to stay on PlayStation. Uh, again, I don't think the word ever can be used in business. I don't think that you're going to see any of these regulation uh, or regulators, I should say, uh, tell Microsoft how they have to put this into someone else's service. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, they usually frown upon against doing that because you can't tell someone how to run their business. Uh, if uh, Microsoft has already said, if you want Call of Duty day and date, then Game Pass could be on your... Uh, and Sony said, no, we don't want Game Pass. So they were given the opportunity to do that. And they do have their own streaming service. And, and that's what's interesting. Uh, you don't put your own first-party uh, software on there day and date. How dare you ask us to put ours on your service? I think that's exactly. preposterous yeah. to even suggest such a thing. Um, look, at the end of the day, folks, uh, this is breaking news. 
Uh, you would imagine that Double Barrel Gaming, uh, along with everyone on this panel who does live content, who does uh, interviews and things, are going to be talking about this. This is this is this is big news. I did not expect this kind of news to happen on a manic Monday, uh, a week where people are, are going to be on vacation. Uh, this is this is this is big news. Uh, yep. This is going to have monster ramifications. I think that the more you hear from Sony, you realize how nefarious they are. Uh, they want to remain the market leader. They want they want market she- a market share to be only Sony. Uh, what they're asking for and what they're suggesting uh, of Microsoft is exactly what they have been doing for 20 plus years as the current market leader. It, it is preposterous at best. But Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this, brother. Jim <laughs> Ryan, I, once I, again, lying I, out of his teeth. Can I say one more thing before? Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. But, but here's the funny thing, though, is last week, Phil, I think it was last week, Phil was in an interview, and he literally said that it's going to be, it's going to get the same Minecraft treatment. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to get the same Minecraft treatment. And they said, what? PlayStation is available. It's always going to be available. So they're giving you a 10, 10 year contract. There's, they're pretty much saying, okay, after that 10 year goes by, we can re- renegotiate. No problem. That's what he said in that interview. I mean, that's what I, I understood in that interview, you know, that, that while PlayStation still exists, it's going to be there no mm-hmm. matter what. But like he said, also, there's no contract that says you're going to have it forever. No, that does not exist. No, that, no, it that doesn't exist. He did say that too. So insane. Same. Yeah, it, it is pretty ridiculous. Uh, Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this. Again, Jim Ryan, uh, once again, um, <laughs> I, look, I, I've said this before. Uh, you would imagine that uh, the, the current Sony contract is to 2024. After that, that's it. Mm-hmm. Do you think, even if this deal was blocked, and it's not going to be blocked, folks. There, there's nothing illegal. It's not changing the market. It's not a dictatorship. Microsoft isn't going to become market leader overnight. There, you know, people are still going to play uh, Call of Duty on PlayStation. That's not going to change. Mm-hmm. The question I have for you is: Do you think the more that Jim Ryan comes out and says these things, do you think he's painting himself in the corner with the industry at large? Because at some point, yes, they're the market leader now, but they might not always be, and they're going to have to answer for this. I, I think they will eventually have to answer for this, but they, they can't worry about the down the road. They have to worry about the immediate. And well, I think his higher ups, his bosses are telling him to worry about the immediate and they'll, they'll navigate their way, you know, down the road. Um, if Microsoft should become the market leader because they're releasing their AAA, you know, exclusives on a regular cadence and, you know, they're getting, you know, great uh, rave reviews on a lot of those games and, you know, the, the mind share starts to tilt towards their favor, then I think that's when the higher-ups above Jim will, will say something different. But I think in the meantime, they're worried about, you know, having another, you know, breakout release of, like, Call of Duty where they're pulling in nearly a billion dollars within the first 10 days type of deal. Like, they, they are probably the ones that got the bigger chunk of that money other than, you know, Activision directly itself, mm-hmm. they probably benefited the most with their 30% cut on all of those copies that sold. So I think right now they're just trying to either maintain or hold on to as much of that as they can for as long as they can. And a 10 year deal is above and beyond what 
is standard practice. It's never been done in gaming as far as I know, dude. No. And, and, and I think it's goes to show that, you know, when Phil and and Satya were like, yeah, we just want to treat it like Minecraft. I I think this is as close as you can get to a guarantee. I mean, anything above and beyond a few years, in my opinion is, is crazy. But the fact that they're willing to go with a 10 year goes to show that they're, they're going to stick to their word one and two, it, we'll see what things look like 10 years from now, but if consoles are no longer the, the primary source of gaming, it, it's now streaming is, you know, because people didn't think digital was going to be as big as it is today. And people didn't think that, you know, 4K TVs were going to be as, uh, you know, widely owned as they were, you know, let's say 10 years ago. I don't even think people thought of 4K TV. So, you know, mm-hmm. the, the landscape can totally change in the 10 year period, but it just goes to show that Microsoft is committed to having it on both platforms or all platforms in general. Including I mean, they're talking about Switch putting on Switch. Ex- exactly. Yep. So yep. I, I, I think we can see who's being upfront right now. Microsoft wants to earn that money anywhere they can on that title. Now, other titles within Activision Blizzard, that's going to be on a case-by-case basis, much like they said with, you know, Bethesda. I'm pretty sure a lot of them will be exclusive, and some of those that have always been multi-platform will probably continue. But I think they're they're more focused on King as far as getting into the mobile space. I mean, we already heard them talk about doing that mobile store. So if they're going to have a mobile store that competes with, you know, iOS or the uh, Apple, the App Store or, you know, the Google Play, I think they need to have a, a strong mobile presence and King will helpfully uh, hopefully get them to that point. I mean, it's already a juggernaut in the mobile space as is. And then to have some of the IPs that they have in the mobile space, like Call of Duty on mobile is huge, although that I think is a partnership type of thing. But mm-hmm. I, I think it, it all comes down to Jim Ryan is definitely burning some bridges. I think he's being told by his higher ups to do so. And I think as long as those higher ups are still paying him well, I don't think he really cares because at this point he could probably retire for all he's <laughs> PlayStation. So I don't think he's really worried about those burn bridges. But, you know, PlayStation as a whole, I think in the long term, it's it's probably going to be a different market space when developers look at, oh, well, you know, the market share that xbox has is either equal to or slightly greater than you know playstation in this region or in the region that we're focused on which would you know probably be the u.s or something along those lines so you may not see a lot of those easily money-hatted deals or strong-arm deals where they don't necessarily have the money hat but hey we're both in japan and you know you're going to help us out right (laughs) you know instead of the 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 invaders or however they want to refer to us but um yeah it it's it definitely sucks in the sense that they they're going to continue to be greedy and 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 try to spin this narrative that you know microsoft is the same microsoft of the 90s i mean they haven't been like that since you know what's his name stuck down (laughs) years ago or decades ago now but you know it is what it is i'm pretty sure it'll be seen for what it is at least with the ftc but the the cma and the eu I don't know. Maybe they got some free PlayStation fives when Jim flew out there. So yeah. hey, boom. <laughs> we'll see. Yes, sir. Yeah, I just want to say that, you know, the the whole uh talk about the ten year extension or kind that they've offered to them, you know, that that is 
just to be clear, it is so that the game appears on PlayStation, mm-hmm. but it's not an extension of their contract the marketing rights. existing. Right. Marketing right. rights in two years, 24, whatever, 27, whatever, they're going to end. And when those mm-hmm. are done, that's that's what that's what Sony is as absolutely crying about more than anything. They want yeah, those it, marketing it, rights to extend and they're yeah. not going to extend. Yeah, no the, way. The, the, that that original offer of three year uh, bringing it to 2027 did not include marketing rights. The marketing right, rights are not. going to end in 2024. See, that's you mm-hmm. see. And I meant to say that earlier. I got sidetracked with all this news. Oh, yeah. The problem, Dave, the problem, uh, you know, uh, chat and we have over 300 people here. The issue is not as easy as just it being Call of Duty. The problem mm-hmm. is that Sony wants to retain the um, the focus of it being on PlayStation. Like mm-hmm. you ask people now, they're like, "Oh, Call of Duty PlayStation." They they don't want to lose that. Well, you know what? That's too bad. You don't have seventy billion dollars to invest. They don't even have half that to invest. I'm sorry, they just don't. They're, they're not a trillion-dollar company. Yes, they're a billion-dollar company, but the PlayStation division is the only place that they're making money. I mean, for crying out loud, we heard last week that they might want to sell off Sony Pictures, for yeah. crying out loud. Um, and, 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 and you know what else, too? Boom? If they talk, they were talking about um, you know, this, like the ten-year deal, and Sony hasn't responded to it yet, right? They haven't. They haven't made. They, they've. They've declined to comment about it. Mm-hmm. And if it comes down to it, I mean, you know, Phil said, you know, he's offered it. It's there if they want it. But you know, do you think that Sony might actually, at some point, to try and some make some kind of point, might say, you know, well, they'll say it's know, not big, it's not good enough. I, I wouldn't right. be surprised. They, they, and then, they, and then if it doesn't show up, who's going to be blamed? They'll be like, well, Microsoft kept it off. No, they didn't. No, no, <laughs> I, I, I agree. I, I, and you know something, this, this. uh this 10-year deal that we're going to be talking about for the remainder of the week before and up until the, the Thanksgiving holiday might be the canary in the coal mine. Now, what, what do I mean by that? I think that Microsoft ultimately knew that Call of Duty was going to stay on PlayStation uh, as, long as, it, as long as there's a PlayStation to put, to put it on. I, I, I don't think that, that the exclusivity that many of the fanboys on both sides thought was going to happen or not happen. I think what ultimately this does is really pay, put. I think I actually think it puts more pressure on Sony than it does Microsoft because how does Sony deny a ten-year deal? How do they go to regulars and say, "Wait a second, this ten-year deal that's never been done in gaming history or in business history, for that matter, is not good enough for us. We want more." Because then at that point, they're going to look like assholes. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I don't mean to curse. But that, that's what they're yeah. going to look like. And, uh, I, I, again, I'm going to be covering this at some point for the remainder of the week on my other shows. If you want to be a part of those shows, uh, Breakfast with Boom is going to be Friday. We are having a very special uh, th- post-Thanksgiving uh, special. We're going to have a lot of people rotating in and out. We're going to have, potentially have as, as many as 10 panel members because a lot of people are off. So we're going to have a ton of people there. Uh, but uh, uh, Tuesday's Xbox Factor podcast, we're going to be talking about this. And Wednesday evenings, uh, primetime gaming, uh, I'm going to see if I can reach out to Hargeet Chani, who has been a regular there in the last couple of weeks. I, I cannot wait to get his personal takes on this. Um, and uh, 
the we have a big guest coming up. I don't want to say who it is. He has confirmed who it is. We're going to be talking about it uh, next week on who's going to be uh, uh, the, the big guest for uh, n- not this Wednesday, the following Wednesday's um, primetime gaming. He's huge. He's he's huge. He's a big get for the channel. I've been talking to him back and forth for quite some time. Um, and I'm glad that we, we finally, our schedule is finally uh, aligned, if you will. Um, but listen, let me catch up some of the Super Chats, and we're going to get to the last topic, which, of course, is the one I advertise the most. And that is something that what Josh Sawyer, um, director of Pentiment, had to say about returning to the Fallout series. And folks, I'm excited. But Smitty Smith, who's been a member of the channel for 32 months, he says this, brother. Love Sack sounds like an adult movie. The Book of X. Indeed it does. Uh, thank you so much for that, brother. And thank you for the outstanding support. Gerald Mack, who's been a channel member for 14 months, says, um, uh, says, shout out to Double Barrel Gaming. Salute Mr. Boomstick and the esteemed panel. Great to see everyone in the chat. Thank you so much for you being in the chat. And thank you for the kind words. And Andy B. Drumming, uh, thank you so much for being here, brother. But also thank you for the generosity and dropping this breaking news. He says, Microsoft said on November 11th they offered Sony a 10-year deal to keep Call of Duty on PlayStation. Sony declined the comment on that offer. I mean, folks, listen, if, if they continue, like I said, I think that this was a bit of a bait, in my opinion. I, I, I could be wrong, but I think at some point they're going to have to, if they, if they say no to a 10-year deal, they're going to look like boobs. No doubt about that. But listen, folks, I do want to get on to the last topic, the one that was originally advertised. Listen, Josh Sawyer, uh, he is obviously someone that holds a tremendous amount of weight over uh, over at Obsidian Entertainment. Uh, he just dropped his quote-unquote passion project. It is a small, single-A developed game called Pentiment. It is an Xbox Game Pass right now. It is currently uh, one of the games that it was getting tens right alongside uh, Vampire Survivors as well as God of War. Pretty interesting in the same month that we get these types of games, these types of genres, all from different A's, all from big uh, big and small teams, all getting tens. That, folks, is incredibly impressive. But listen, we're here to talk about Fallout. Now, Fallout 5 as it's been called, um, is something that is years, and I mean years away. A couple of, uh, about a month ago, Jez Corden and uh, Randall Thor, friends of this program, were talking about it on the Xbox Two podcast, and they said, you know, when you consider that um, next year we're getting uh, Starfield, and in a couple of years after that, probably two, three, four, maybe, we don't know, you're going to get the new Elder Scrolls. At what point, folks, do we expect Fallout 5? I don't know. Is that 2032? 2033? It's too long not to have a new Fallout. Now, granted, Fallout 76 is a free-to-play game. It is out there. It is constantly getting updates. It is constantly evolving. But most people want a Fallout game that you can do what you normally do in Fallout, and that is sit on your couch, create a character, and just 
go across the, 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 the land, finding NPCs and different side missions and new characters to interact with. Well, if, if it's going to be Bethesda doing it, folks, we're not going to see that game for another 7 to 10 years. And that's ridiculous. And why is that important? Because, look, as much as I love the Bethesda-created um, Fallouts, for me, the GOAT is Fallout New Vegas. By far, probably one of my favorite Fallouts of all time. That was done by Obsidian. Uh, that was written by Josh Scheuer. Um, well, last week, uh, on the Kind of Funny Games cast with Greg Miller and that crazy crew, Josh Sawyer sat down and he had some things that really uh, interested me, but I think broke the internet, so to speak. And here are some of those comment, uh, comments from Josh Sawyer, and then we're going to break it down. He says this, I love Fallout. I love the setting. I could see myself working on it again, but you know, we'll see where the future takes me. He also goes on to say, I'm not really sure, uh, and this is, this is coming off of a question he says Sawyer was also asked what his dream setting for the new series might actually be. He says, I'm not really sure. I haven't thought about it in quite a while because, again, it kind of came into my life and then floated away. In the past, I've said, you know, people have talked about New Orleans or I think California or the Midwest would be very interesting. I'm a big believer in finding things that obviously I have to be passionate about as a director, but I'm also that, uh, but also that the team is really excited about, and also that works within the larger idea of a prop of the property. He also goes on to say two more paragraphs, and I'll give it off to, of course, the panel. Working on something like Pentiment, which is just its own thing in the middle of nowhere, I can kind of make decisions more or less however I want. But when it's a part of a larger IP and the fr and a franchise, it has to kind of work within a larger vision. What is Fallout? I don't get to decide everything about that. It's not my thing. He also finally says, so yeah, I think there's a lot of cool places in the U.S. A lot of people have also talked about Fallout in other parts of the world. I think that those are interesting as well. I don't know. I think there's a lot of cool opportunities. It really depends on what the moment is and what the team looks like. Uh, to me, that basically says that if we're asked to do Fallout, we're going to do Fallout. Where, first of all, do you think, and again, this is just my personal opinion, the hit and the critical uh, uh, acclaim that Pentiment is getting do you think that kind of gives him comblage to potentially work on the next Fallout, Dave? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, Fallout New Vegas, you know, was amazing and uh, all the other work that they've done on that franchise. So I definitely think that, um, you know, I mean, I have not played Pentiment yet. Um, I am planning on playing it um, over the weekend. Um, so over the holiday weekend, I should say, uh, coming up, but, um, you know, but I'm, I'm a big fan of, of fallout for sure. Um, so, you know, and, and I mean, the team we know can do it and they are familiar with it and with their success in the past, seems like it would definitely be, uh, something that they should 
you know, be uh, be able to do and to jump on uh, with ease. Um, you know, they've done it right in the past, and I think that they can do it right again. And uh, plus, that also you know frees up, um, you know, Bethesda to do other things that they're you know that they're working on. Um, I don't know, and it, maybe it'll be some kind of collab. You know, well, some of the guys from their you know team will work with them. Some some people will work that, which would be cool too. I definitely think that there is enough great franchises out there. <clears throat> I mean, like you said, there's 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 things that you want and, and all of us want, uh, like you know Banjo Kazooie and things like that that you know that haven't had the treatment yet um, that have kind of fallen between the cracks. And we, hopefully, those are going to be rectified at some point. But this is another franchise that you just don't want it to get too far away from you. You don't want it to get too far out of the. Uh, the mindset because it is it is an amazing amazing game amazing franchise you know like they said there's that moment when people step out the vault and it's like wow you know and and, and where that come from you know well that came out from the fallout game so you know that's uh that's one of those um i i, I just I, I think they could do it and i and i hope they they're given the opportunity uh to do something like that and it may take a while for it to come out for sure but that's one of those games that especially with the modern technology that they have now that they have not even tapped into the, the system resources that they can put into place that, um, that man, a new version of a game like that, that's next gen only not go back and forth with the old gen, I think could really, really set a new bar. So I agree. I, th- I think you're onto something with that, and I think that you're you know you're onto something also with the fact that you can't allow an IP to just go by the wayside. Mm-hmm. May, may, if the IP is not hitting, then yes, you walk away from it and potentially come back a decade later. But Fallout is not one of those IPs that you can just leave on the side or sitting on the bench. He's definitely uh, the Fallout franchise is definitely one of your star players when you talk about Bethesda. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I, I think it would be pretty epic if we could get a, a, a new Vegas 2 or, or where it fans out. It goes from Vegas to California or it goes from California to Colorado or some, some, somewhere around that area where you started, where they, 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 they open up the story with what happened in New Vegas and then they move on to another area. You know what I'm saying? With with some returning characters. It'd be very interesting. Um, but real quick, Elemental P.O. First of all, happy birthday, dude. It's He turned 45 today. He also has been a channel member for six plus months. And dropped the five dollars super chat. says, happy Monday, boom, and panel. It's also a special day for me. I just hit 45 years old. Congratulations, brother. Happy to share it with you. And this fine podcast. Well, thank you so much, brother. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for the generosity. And once again, happy birthday. Uh, we have Jericho, who drops a very generous $10 super chat and says, Obsidian has just as much on their plate as Bethesda. Yeah, they sure do. They have Avowed and um, OW2. Uh, so maybe uh, even larger weight for, for uh, an Obsidian fallout. Yeah, they, they are doing a lot at Obsidian. At some point, you're probably going to have to staff up. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's a great point. If it's not going to be Obsidian and it's not going to be Bethesda, I don't know if I want anyone else making a Fallout, to be honest with you. But we'll see. Crazy Lou Gaming. What? What? 
has Josh, uh, Josh Sawyer pretty much written his own path of, to glory with this uh, Pentiment hit? Because I think that if Pentiment doesn't hit, people are like, oh, maybe, maybe he's lost a step. But that's not what the people are saying. This game is getting tens for good reason because of his writing and why, you know, what he brings to the team as the leader of whatever they're working on. Can you see this? being like, hey, what do you want to work on next? And he says Fallout. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to tell you something. I have never played Fallout Vegas. You know, I never played it. <laughs> it's on my list to play because I keep hearing good things about it. Everybody keeps on telling me that's such a good game, such a good game, I want to play it. I have not yet tried Pentiment, but I'm going to say something, though. Getting all those 10s in that game, the type of game it is, it's it's hard, and I'm happy that it actually dropped in Game Pass, and people actually sat down and, and played the game and, and you know enjoyed it, because it's good to know that 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 this person you know does pretty good writing on on games, and that people actually enjoy what the content he puts out. So, once I play Pentiment, once I try um the Fallout New Vegas, and man, I, I I'll I'll give my thoughts on it. But yeah, I can imagine that if if in the future, since he's that good, I mean seriously. That if he gets another chance to work on follow-up, yes, give it a go. I hope they do give him that chance. And I hope they do give Obsidian that chance because, again, people keep on telling me the best fallout is New Vegas. And that's what Obsidian made. So, yes, they should get another chance on it. I agree. Yeah, I I agree. I I actually think that this is – I I think that his status uh, at Obsidian already gives him the complage to what he want to work on. But I think that if – and we know Phil Spencer. We know how he does his business, especially with Microsoft Game Studios. He allows his developers to develop what they want. That he does that because what it normally does is, it, 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 when the team is enthralled or excited to work on an IP, the the outcome is is expected to be better than than you could imagine because the team is excited to work on it. He doesn't want to tell people what to work on. I I, I know some people disagree with that kind of ideology. I I agree with it. I think that. There are enough IPs uh, for Microsoft to work on. Uh, again, do I want a Banjo-Kazooie? Yes. Do I want a Killer Instinct? Sure. Um, but I definitely want a new Fallout. And I don't feel like waiting 10 years to get it, uh, especially a proper single-player Fallout. Uh, finally, Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this, brother. What mm-hmm. are your thoughts on this? Has Josh Sawyer's hit in Pentiment pretty much now giving him comblage to work on what he wants? I, I think it definitely gives him a, a, a lot more leverage. <laughs> uh, I don't know if it gives him carte blanche just yet because I, I think Obsidian as a whole, they still have a lot of things on their plate. Mm-hmm. Um, I could totally see him like kind of like what um, Dave was saying earlier, like a, a collaboration type of deal. I, I think since Fallout is kind of passed through the hands of Obsidian and in exile to some extent and Bethesda all these mm-hmm. years, I think a, a, a triplicate or, or a trio of, of the teams can, can definitely pull something together within a shorter period of time, have it where it's a smaller experience than like, let's say a fallout, a true fallout five, something in the vein, kind of like a fallout new Vegas, where maybe it's in California, like uh fallout uh, rancho, uh, mm-hmm. but some somewhere in California anyway, but no, I, I think him uh, being able to receive the uh, critical acclaim that he has with Pentiment, I, I think it definitely opens up the door for future passion projects. And if one of those passion projects just happens to be in the fallout universe, I hope they, they 
definitely give him the the time and resources and green light it and and see where we go from there but i i think it's definitely a worthwhile uh venture like you said it, it's going to be 10 years probably before bethesda the the a team has um enough time to you know dive into the fallout world again i think elder scrolls is big and we're, we're hearing some rumblings in the background that uh like bethesda online is working on something i i kind of assumed it'll probably be like an online version of starfield mm-hmm. but it appears it may not be anything even remotely close to any other previous uh ips that they've worked on so it, it's hey it, i i would say hopefully fingers crossed he's gotten it, it, he's got the keys to future passion projects and you know let's just hope he uh wants to do something in the fallout universe and and you know todd howard you know gives him the the blessing or the approval and they can go from there i like what you're putting down brother i think this has been a great show uh i definitely i definitely agree with you right there i i I think that there is something to be said about uh uh potentially seeing these three could you could you i mean listen look it took eight studios to make um, Call of Duty uh, um, uh, Modern Warfare 2, right? Mm-hmm. Eight studios. Could you imagine, first of all, there are two things to think about. One, what this would do to social media, what it would do for the game's uh, overall excitement. If, you, if, you, if it was announced that Obsidian, Bethesda, and... Um, oh, my God, I lost the chain of thought. What was it? In what time. was the third? Uh, yes, In Exile, where collaborating on the next fallout that would be unbelievable because every one of those developers at some point have touched fallout to see them all come together because actually that might that that actually makes a lot of sense when you consider how much each studio is doing they could take some team some people or or staff up if you want in all three in in, in all three um uh, houses and, and create a team specifically to work on this new Fallout. That, that would be big news. That would be monster news. But ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for your 90 minutes, your new Xbox lunch break special. We just happen to have breaking news today. Um, of course, I, like I said, I'm going to be covering it for the remainder of the week. Uh, I am going to see if I can get Hogue Law at some point to pop on to give us his opinion on this because this is big news and... Like I said, I, I, I'm very interested. You know, a lot, a lot of the other panels I have, there are some folks in there that do own their own businesses. So I'm interested to get their takes, specifically like Everborn Saga. I'm interested to get his take on what if Sony declines a 10-year deal? What does that actually look like? I, 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 they, didn't, they didn't comment as, as of right now. So maybe they're trying to figure out whether or not that's the best case scenario for them. Um, but we will be covering it, folks. If you want to hear more of my opinion and the rest of the opinion of the panels I have out there, tune in tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the new episode of, of course, the Xbox Factor podcast. We are then going to be, uh, be uh, you know, meeting for primetime gaming Uh, at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Wednesday evening, and then we're taking a day off. And then Friday morning, folks, we're probably going to be talking about this and other potential breaking news 
on Friday morning's Breakfast with Boom that goes live 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I think I'm one of the few shows that actually is only taking off Thursday. If you want to check those shows out, subscribe to Double Barrel Gaming. Hit the like button before you get out of here. But let's get into the outros. Web Dave, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for your absolutely uh, hot take insight. Talk about where they can subscribe to your YouTube channel. Check out the new uh, interview you dropped today. And more importantly, where can people reach out to you on social media while, while Twitter still exists? Uh, yeah, no worries. Uh, there's, a, I think there's a couple of super chats you might want mm. to read there at the end. Didn't you want, you want to get to those? Uh, oh, yes. Highlander001, drops, who's been a channel member for two months, drops a five-hour super chat and says, Microsoft made a more than fair deal. Sony better hope Phil is in the forgiving mood. Guest CEO might replace uh, Jim Ryan. I mean, listen, at the depending on who you ask, mm-hmm. Jim Ryan is actually doing a fine job because he's getting this deal done so that Call of Duty doesn't leave PlayStation. I do think at the end of the day, though, uh, Sony is really painting themselves into the corner of the industry because it looks like, and we have heard this, folks, it's either Sony's way or the highway. And I think that people are getting tired of that. I think they're being tired of being bullied by the market leader. And maybe it's time for a change. We'll see. Please continue, Dave. Oh, there was there was two more Super Chats above that, too. I don't know if you saw uh, no, I, 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 got, I got Jericho and I got LMNOPO. Did you? I, I, yeah, uh, yeah, I got Where it. was I? I must That's have right. been Sorry, in another I world. I appreciate it. <laughs> Sorry. Long day, I guess. Uh, I'm here, man, and I appreciate everybody. And uh, <laughs> but yeah, and the episode is is available now, the new one um, with um, Game Pass uh, Daily. Uh, nice. it's, it's a pretty good, good episode. One. He's a fascinating cat, and uh, and he really gets into a lot of uh, you know his his mission that he's decided to take on is to make sure that everybody knows about all things uh, Game Pass That's as they awesome. come up I and as it. they go in and out, and it, and it does makes it easier than. Uh, you know he's kind of kind of his own little uh, helps advertise for for the service and it's uh, it's pretty cool it's pretty cool um i will i'm sure i will will talk to everybody on here or the panel uh, before then and uh, but i want to wish everybody a happy thanksgiving and uh and everything so there you go uh fuzzy love you man crazy lou you're so crazy <laughs> We appreciate you being here, Dave. Appreciate what you do for the shows, uh, not only on Mondays, but on Fridays as well. And what you do behind the scenes for a lot of the uh, the artwork, it comes the way of you with your talent. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, Crazy Lou Gaming, sell your brand, brother. Talk about the Xbox International Podcast, where they can subscribe to that. And more importantly, check you out on social media. Oh, you guys can find me at Twitter at Crazy Louie Gaming. Well, it still exists because we just still don't know what the heck is going on. I still don't know what the heck is going on on Twitter, but yes, you know, while it still exists, I'm always out there saying good morning and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. You can also find me here with you guys at 12 p.m. every single Monday, hanging out with you here at Xbox Lunch Break Special. Yep. And last but not least, this week, oh, because, you know, Thanksgiving is up. We won't be um, doing any XBI this week. So, yes, you can find me at Xbox International, 7 p.m. Wednesdays with Sourblow, Silent Cypher, and the Big Plume. And, guys, happy Thanksgiving to you all because I know we don't celebrate that here. But happy Thanksgiving to you all and to the chat. Like always, you guys are awesome. And happy Thanksgiving to you all, too. 
Appreciate that very much for the well wishes. And, of course, uh, we, look for, we f- look forward to you guys coming back the following week to drop. Well, I'm sure there's going to be a lot to talk about. And uh, this one, this is, this is one of those bones uh, that, those, that, that you see the dogs gnaw on. They just don't let go. This, this ABK deal just constantly will not go away. I, I honestly, I'm not sick and tired of talking about it because it's, it is gaming news. I just can't wait for this to get done. And I'm really looking forward to the regulators actually passing this with little to no concessions because the deal is not illegal. Microsoft isn't going to be a monopoly. They're not taking Call of Duty away from PlayStation. In fact, they're putting it on more platforms because guess what? Their investors love money just like everyone else. And the more money their investors make, the more happier they're going to be. So I think that Jim Ryan is Jim Ryan and 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 that that those bunch of knuckleheads at Sony are grasping at straws at this point. But again, we will cover it for the remainder of the week. Uh, uh, the, the sound turnips says whoever's playing vampire mode in the in in the stream going god mode. Yeah, that that that's actually me, and I yeah, I can't stop playing this game. This game this is actually not even one of my best builds. This is an okay build. Uh, I got builds that just the screen is like constantly so crazy you don't know where to put your eyes so thank you for that but uh listen um uh fuzzy belvedere brother sell your brand brother you're gonna be back on friday morning with us Mm -hmm. on the special edition of breakfast with boom but where could people subscribe to your incredible youtube channel dedicated to the ration genre but more importantly reach out to you on social media Oh, just awesome being on here with you guys. Had so much fun. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks to everyone in the chat that came to join us live and those who will catch us on replay later. Greatly appreciate you guys coming out. For anybody that wants to hear my my crazy thoughts or rambles on anything gaming related, just follow me on Twitter. Uh, was it? Uh, uh, I forget the other one, but Hive is the new one as well. Hive is stuff. the I, I, well. First of all, Mastodon is disgusting. But, yes. it, it, it's 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 so confusing. <laughs> it seems so bare bones. Yeah. I didn't even know how to make a post for crying out loud. But, <laughs> but Hive apparently seems to be the one that everyone is is talking about. I'll yeah. give it the old college effort. But I just crossed ten point five thousand people following me on Twitter. I'm not trying to restart that, so I think I'm going to stay here. Hopefully, there's still <laughs> yeah. something that you know to hang my hat on. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm going to stay here as well. It's just I, or stay with Twitter, but you know, figure I can't get enough of posting. You know, Forza Horizon Five and and Gran Turismo picks, <laughs> though. Uh, I'm, I'm just basically search for Fuzzy Belvedere or anything you know Forza or or Gran Turismo related. You'll probably find me. But and same thing goes for YouTube, Fuzzy underscore Belvedere. But, uh, nice. man, thank you guys so much. Look forward to seeing you guys here back on this channel on Friday morning on Breakfast with Boom. And have a, a happy and safe Thanksgiving for those Absolutely, who celebrate. brother. Thank yeah, you. Felix in the chat says, Mastodon lost me at step one. So good. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only old man here in the room. I appreciate that, Felix. Uh, listen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for the outstanding Super Chats. Thank you so much for supporting Double Barrel Gaming both monetarily as well as hitting those like thumbs up button as and and subscribing uh there it's because of you that we keep we continue to put out this incredible content and that there is uh you know when we need new equipment we pay for it that's thanks to the super chats and of course those come in and those will allow us to do the big giveaways and there's a big one coming uh christmas the third week in 
Uh, it's not. It's going to be our fifth annual Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. We're giving away $1,000 in two hours. Uh, that's pretty crazy. I don't think I haven't seen any other shows do that. And if the shows are doing it, they are in the hundred thousand of subscribers. We're just, uh, a, you know, a pinch under 12. Uh, and we do it because we love the community and we appreciate what you guys and gals do for us. So we must pay it forward. But of course I'm going to close out the show with something folks. It's important to me. Hopefully one day it'll be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught me when we were kids and he would say, Craig, treat others. How you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules, son. I can guarantee you, you're going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Lunch Break Special.